0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: From r slash malicious compliance, this is the RR Show. And those stories, half of those from the same Redditor, have to deal with animals and the fun things that can happen and the... uh, I don't know how you describe this one situation where you're trying to warn this lady in a dog park, but uh, yeah, it happened. And uh, I guess Fido had a little hand in the payback on that. So let's get into it. From r slash Malicious compliance, it's today's RR show. Hosted by user Ulfer. I'm on the phone. This isn't professional malicious compliance, but I do get a dangerous case of smug every time I reflect back on this, which is often. Most days, weather permitting, myself and my floof will head to the local dog park about the same time. Yes, I'm aware dog parks have a lot of risks associated. I'm very careful. My floof, less so, but I have thumbs, so he has to listen. As we're usually there around the same time every day, I recognize most of the dogs and their parents fairly frequently, new friends show up and everyone gets to know each other. It's a good time. A lot of social norms, for New England anyway, are relaxed, so it's not really weird to wind up talking to strangers. And as a rule, if someone you don't know is trying to get your attention, odds are you should probably see what they have to say before dropping a hammer. One morning in particular, a dog is engaging in a thankfully more rare form of icky things dogs do sometimes, which was finding a nice fresh dump on the ground and promptly rolling around in it i pick up my dog's plop plops when he drops them other people are less conscientious now i don't recognize the floof that's vigorously applying dog cologne but that's no problem one unknown dog one unknown karen Having rescued a dog previously who was a notorious poop roller, I decided Karen might like a head's up since she's talking on a cell phone, not watching her dog, and nobody wants to be in an enclosed space with a diarrhea diver. I mosey over and say, excuse me, and Karen pivots to look at me and she covers the bottom of her smartphone and hisses, I'm on the phone. Well then, my mistake. I mosey back over to the group of people that I know, and now we're all watching Karen's dog find five further fresh piles of feces to frolic in. Eventually, Karen gets off her super important phone call and summons her dog to leave. And right after she attaches the leash, she shouts, Ugh, why didn't anybody tell me he was rolling in poop? I raise my hand and wave and say something in the effect of, Hey, ma'am. Yeah, hi, you were on the phone. She turns beet red and makes hasty tracks to her car. Hasn't been back since, I don't know why. Her dog was awesome. Posted by user Ulfer. Just watch, it'll be fine. Greetings and salutations, Redditors. I come bearing an experience just before America Thanksgiving involving nature's dumbest fowl, turkeys was driving home from the gym today and discovered a stupid of turkeys. I know flock is rather applicable, but calling them a stupid, it's funnier, and more accurate, in my humble opinion. I don't know about other places, but turkeys in Massachusetts have been protected a little bit too long. They think they're invincible. Most wild critters will flee when they see an oncoming vehicle. Turkeys, they turn at you and stare like saying, try me. So I was driving home and encountered a rather large stupid of turkeys. I want to say 8 to 10, somewhere on the sidewalk, somewhere on the road. I actually had to use my horn to get the darn birds to scoot. Immediately after the stupid, I turned a corner and saw a guy walking his dog. He couldn't see the birds because of a hedge in the way, but I stopped and rolled down my window and I said, sir, you might want to go a different direction. There's a bunch of turkeys around the corner. He scoffed and said, just you watch, it'll be fine. You know, I did just that, scooted my car out of the way a little, turned my hazards on. Guy sees me flip them on and gives me a bit of a look, but I just grin and give him a thumbs up. He walks up the street, turns the corner, and I hear his dog see the birds. Seconds later, I see a man hustling back down the road, dragging his dog who is still facing the turkeys and voicing his displeasure. They're being pursued by the largest pair of turkeys, plumage fully deployed, and channeling their inner Canada goose. They wound up being chased for about a house and a half before the turkeys considered their honor upheld and went back to the stupid. I got a really dirty look when he realized I was watching and laughing. Posted by user Rudy Mental. Find me a parking ticket when I have proof of purchase. This happened the other year when lockdown was serious. My mate tested positive for COVID, so I did the proper thing of canceling my holiday and isolating for two weeks. This was right at the start before self-testing was available, so I just followed the guidelines. It was a very cold night. So cold that at some point, the adhesive on my parking permit fell from the windscreen into the footwell. I finally returned to the world to go to my van and see a parking ticket for the previous night. My van hadn't moved in two weeks, and the same parking attendant every day, just following the rules, hits me with a 75 euro fine. I called the company up to get them to check their payment record, and my $25 a month permit was in date, and they had my vehicle details. They told me the rules in the sign are clear. and If you don't display a ticket, you will receive said fine. No ifs or buts. I tried to fight it further and further, going nowhere. With my stubbornness, it ended up costing me nearly 200 euro. Then it dawned on me, if they're not checking a system and just looking for a permit, why am I still paying for it? I called up and canceled my monthly renewal and kept hold of the permit. That was about 21 months ago. It's so bleached from the sun, you can hardly make it out, but it's valid in every way that matters to the parking attendant. And I keep saving an extra 25 euro a month. Posted by user Ulfer. Oh, I'll just hold on to it. Leave it, it's fine.
0: Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast.
1: Hi all, back again with the dog park story featuring a nice heartwarming dose of malicious compliance. Not sure how many folks have dogs, specifically male dogs, but for anyone who doesn't, pro tip, anything upright and stationary can and will be peed on. Fire hydrants, of course. Signs, absolutely. Plants, you bet. Innocent bystanders who haven't moved recently, I swear that's only happened twice. One fine day about two or so years ago, my pupper and I were at the dog park, doing dog park things. I throw the ball, he chases it down, sometimes he'll bring it back, sometimes he'll leave it in random places, sometimes he'll bring it to a random stranger in the dog park and look at them like they're soft until they figure out he wants them to throw the ball. The entire time this is happening, the whole park is getting all of the emails replied to, one spritz at a time. This particular time, we had the entire dog park to ourselves for a little while. These two ladies come in with super cute Beagle puppies. One woman sensibly didn't bring a bag with her to the park. She had pockets, and the other lady had a very big bag and looked like it cost as much as a used car. This is the kind that she'll get scoliosis from carting that thing around, but it's large enough to fit actual kitchen appliances. So these two ladies are standing there talking to each other and monitoring their puppies, which is good. I've more or less dissolved into a puddle of aww, and my dog makes friends because at that time in his life, he'd still play with other dogs. Then I noticed the woman with the bag put her bag on the ground, which is a thing you do when you've probably got a car battery crammed in there with all the other stuff ladies need to carry when they're not permitted pockets by the cruel gods of fashion. I noticed this and figure she's new. Once I've collected myself from puddle form, I wait for an opportune moment and toss out and excuse me, I hate to interrupt, but I just want to let you know that having your bag on the ground is a bad idea at the dog park. I've seen others hanging on that chain link fence and I point at the fence that enclosed the dog park. Not like there weren't over 9,000 available hangers for her bag. They both look at me in mild shock. Apparently, they hadn't noticed me gushing all over their cute puppies. Then they caught on to what I'm saying and the sensible lady looks at her friend and rolls her eyes, while the bag lady comes back with, oh, I'll just hold on to it. So I shrug and buzz off. Within five minutes, the doom bag is back on the ground, and I meander over because I see my dog going into target lock mode. The stream is imminent. I attempt to give the woman a heads up, and it makes it as far as, uh, bag lady looks at me and just snaps, leave it, it'll be fine. I give her a shrug and mosey over to somewhere clear of the blast radius. Not only does my dog have target lock, he's also parked himself uphill from the bag's impact crater. His leg lifts. And it's no spritz going into, not onto the bag, it's a full stream. Realizing the most likely reaction from bag lady is probably a designer boot to somewhere, I shout, Dexter, no, at max volume and get the desired result. He looks at me and then doesn't escape and evade because he is just like that sometimes. Both women look at me and then at the dog and then at the bag. Sensible lady is fighting back tears while bag lady works herself up into a frenzy. How dare my filthy animal urinate on her valuable bag? Don't I have him trained? Blah, 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 blah. She scruffs her puppy and holds him in her arms while maintaining a constant stream of castigation at me. It was honestly kind of impressive. She keeps shouting at me all the way over to her car, throws the puppy in, hope he's okay, and burns rubber, leaving the park. The other lady bursts out laughing once the car is out of sight. She wheezes, at least you tried. hosted by onecardiologist462. Oh, I'm on private property? I used to work for a supermarket chain and quite often I'd be asked by management to work at other locations. Most of the time, this wasn't a big deal. I was happy to help out and it gave me an excuse to drive and have the petrol paid for. However, one day I was asked to work at a location very far away at a very early hour of the morning. I initially refused on the grounds that I would have to wake up at 2 a.m. in order to have a shower, breakfast, and drive to be on site for 5 a.m. After some arm bending from management, I finally relented and begrudgingly agreed that I would do it. Due to the drive not taking nearly as long as I initially expected, I arrived on location at about 4.30 a.m. I waited in my car with music playing. At 4.50 a.m., I get a loud knock at the car window nearly making me jump out of my skin. It was the manager for that store who, never seeing me before, did not know who I was. The conversation went as follows. Manager, you need to leave. This is private property. Me, oh, but, manager, interrupting. I don't care. Go now. Me, quickly realizing I can use this to my advantage. Oh, sorry, sir. I don't want any problems. Of course I'll go. I'll go right away. Sorry. And per his request, I drove home with a smile on my face, knowing that I have the rest of the day free to myself. A few hours later, I get a phone call. I answer the unrecognized number and I recognize the voice immediately. It was the manager who told me to leave. Hello, I'm looking for my name. Me, yeah, it's it's me. Manager, this is manager name. I was expecting you to work with me today. You should have been here for 5 a.m. Me trying to sound casual. Yeah, I was there waiting in my car. He told me to leave, remember? Manager, but you didn't say th- me interrupting. There's no ifs or buts. I was on private property. I was asked to leave. I was legally obliged to do so. Manager, right, but you don't think me interrupting. It doesn't matter what I thought. I was asked to leave private property. I'm not gonna break the law and risk getting in trouble with the police. It was at this point that he hung up on me. I expected to get in trouble for what had happened, but I never heard anything more about it. This was a few years back now too, and it's one of my favorite stories to tell, so I hope you enjoyed it. Posted by user Real Salty Shellback. Cable company told me I don't have cable. This happened around the year 2000. I had just purchased a house and met the previous owners while they were moving out. They were really nice people, and we had a friendly conversation about the house. The previous owner mentioned that the cable bill was paid up until the end of the month, about three more weeks, and that he'd already turned in his cable box, but the cable signal, it should still be active until about the end of the month. I told him thanks, and we let him finish backing up. We moved in the following week. When I hooked up the cable to my TV, I got all the basic cable channels, which was all I was planning on getting anyway. Come the end of the month, I called the cable company and asked to sign up for basic cable. The sales rep told me that there was going to be a $100 hookup fee. I told them that the previous owner had left his account active and that I was literally watching cable as we speak. So there should not be a hookup fee because the cable was already hooked up. They just needed to start billing me for basic cable. The rep then clicked on her keyboard and told me that her data showed that the address I was at does not have cable. And that they'll need to send out a new crew to activate the signal. I told her that that I was not paying $100 for hookup fee, and I said never mind, I don't want cable. I waited another month, and we still had cable. And called the cable company back to ask what it would cost to get basic cable. A different operator from before said it would cost me like $30 a month and a $100 hookup fee. I asked why the $100 hookup fee. She said that it was because my address does not currently have cable. I told her, never mind. I don't want cable unless they waive the hookup fee. She said she was not authorized to waive the fee. I just thanked her and hung up. Four years later, we still had cable, but we ended up moving out of state for work. Thank you so much for being with us on this RR Show, which is a production of Evergreen Podcast and Wessler Media. If you'd be so kind, would you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this, if you haven't already? If you're feeling extra nice, leave us a five-star review and add some nice words on there, too. But for more, if you want more, rrshow.com. That's rrshow.com. I'm your host, Vince. Thank you to my producer, Kevin, and we will see you next time.